Hey everybody, welcome to The Favorite Show, the podcast where we talk about our favorite things. Every week we pick a different topic to discuss, and since best can be subjective, we talk about the things that are our favorites. My name is Aaron. Sean here. And I'm Shannon. Welcome back to another episode, guys. I do have a couple of updates, if you guys are interested in hearing Ooh, them. Yeah, let's hear it. It finally happened. 18 episodes in, it finally happened. We have received not one, but two emails. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I know. I was so excited to see them. So our first email, the very first email um, is actually Sean's wife, Amber. Uh, (laughs) Still counts. Still still counts. Amber. (laughs) She emailed and she said, I really hope I beat Alex and I'm the first to send an email. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Alex. He had to get it in last minute. So, you know. Um, she says, I would love to hear your favorite Halloween spooky or silly stories. I think that is something we're going to talk about before Halloween gets here. Uh, she says, love the podcast, Amber. Uh, so thanks, Amber, That's for awesome. emailing. Yes, thank you. It is funny, though, that she mentioned that because Alex has been wanting to email just one word <laughs> first. <laughs> he kept first. forgetting oh, to. No. <laughs> that would have been so funny. <laughs> first. Oh, man. Well, if we ever put this show on YouTube, he can be first. <laughs> first coming. <laughs> Um, and then just yesterday, I got an email that said, hi, guys, I wanted to say I found your podcast on Spotify and I have enjoyed it very much. So far, I've listened to the candy and comics episodes. You are all quite entertaining. Keep doing what you're doing. And I can't see why the podcast wouldn't grow. Best of luck to you all. Tom, Jacksonville, Florida. Aww. And his favorite comics are Zitz, Pickles, and Calvin and Hobbes. Uh. And he said his favorite candies are chocolate covered raisins, butterscotch, Werther's and Almond Joy. Yes. So thank you, Tom, for uh, for emailing. I'm so glad you found the thank show. Thank you. It's, it's been funny. We've almost kind of a joking, like, um, you know, when we started the podcast and we don't uh, pay to advertise or anything like that. It's all just word of mouth. And so especially with these first bunch of episodes, it's mostly been like our family and friends listening. Yes, you know? pretty so. much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad you found the show, Tom. Thank you for listening. And thanks for emailing us. That's really cool. I love I love having that input to hear you know what other people's favorites are and uh you know i'm i'm i know there's a lot of calvin and hobbs fans out there but i'm glad to hear you know <laughs> that we're yeah, still out sure. there oh yes pickles <laughs> is a good one too i don't think we'd mentioned pickles in our episode that's right we didn't yeah that is a good one i enjoy it very much um and speaking of callbacks to other episodes uh so i just recently had a birthday and i had a package uh from my mom she sent some presents and stuff and as i'm pulling these presents out of the box uh, there was a, a plastic bag full of candy, and I quickly realized <laughs> she had every candy that we talked about from our candy episode. <laughs> <laughs> so she really was taking notes, and she sent them all to me for my birthday. <laughs> wow. You should have mentioned more. Yes. <laughs> even <kidding>. even Werther's. <laughs> There's even Werther's even in there. Werther's. So. <laughs> so good. Well, she was pretty proud of that. I know she pulled me aside. She's like, look at all the candy I found. I'm going to send him to Aaron. He's going to love them. I, so. I loved it. And I laughed and laughed because as, as soon as I pulled it out, I like – you know, obviously there were a bunch of Kit Kats and Reese's, but then I was like, were there's and Chicka Sticks? And I was like, I, I instantly I realized like what had happened and <laughs> I laughed awesome. and laughed. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, mom. It was very nice. Well, and I saw her and she was like, I didn't find outrageous from Reese's, but she had, she had found a Reese's outrageous, which I had never even heard of. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, um, turns out it's very, very tasty. It's kind of, it's in a bar, has the, the Reese's peanut butter in the middle and then, has the Reese's pieces and then a coat of chocolate on the outside. So 
definitely a step kind of further probably from the health. Not that we eat any of this for health, but <laughs> but it was super, super tasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. Oh, and that was – now I'm getting all kinds of updates I'm remembering. Um, Stephanie found big cats. Oh, she did. Oh. And they're not exactly the same. They're slightly smaller, but in a package, there's two of them. It's like uh, like when you get like the fun size uh, Kit Kats, and it's like just two instead of four of them. It's like they took that and blew it up. So they're not quite as huge as like, like the one single big cat, but they're still just as tasty. So anyway, hmm. glad those are still around. Nice. Alex just started playing Draw Something with me again. <laughs> that's an update, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's oh, I'm the one that said I would do that, and I still haven't even played at all. But I, I actually pulled up the app. Uh, Shannon, you sent one, and I sent one back. But it uh, had a pop-up of one of the people that said, don't, wait, don't keep Kristen waiting. Uh, it's been 1,725 <laughs> days since your last move. <laughs> it's, like it's almost five years. Wow. Oh, no. oh that's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, it's a fun game. It's still just as fun. Oh, yeah. And I'm still just as bad of an uh, artist, too. I cannot draw. Oh, I am, too. Well, uh, with all those updates out of the way, I think we'll get on to our topic this week, which continuing on with our uh, Halloween October theme. This week, we're talking about our favorite scary movies. And I thought this was kind of interesting putting it in perspective of favorite because I don't really like being scared, if I'm honest. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I get like a lot of people, it's like it's fun for a lot of people, but I just have to share a story real quick before we get going. Uh, a couple years ago, back in the before times, the pre-COVID times, uh, we have some friends uh, down here uh, that live by us in, in Burbank uh, that one of our, our friends, uh, Robert, if you're listening, Robert, hello, uh, works up at Six Flags. And so he was able to get us into their, oh, I'm going to call it the wrong thing, Fright Nights. They're, they're, it's like their Halloween, you know, scary times. I, I, it has a name and I totally have forgotten and butchered it. But anyway. He got us in, and so the whole park uh, during the day is fairly normal, just with you know Halloween decorations. And then at night, like all these like ghouls and monsters and poltergeists are released into the park, and they actually made announcements for like an hour or two before they come out, saying like there are no safe zones in the park. Like if you have little kids that are going to be scared, it's time to take Ooh. them home <laughs> because like Whoa. everywhere Ooh. in the park will have these scary scary dudes all over. And then in the evening, there were like five or six different like haunted houses, like really, really elaborate haunted houses in in the in the park that we could walk through. And our, of course, because Robert worked there, he could get us like to the front of the line. So we got we hit everything. I was so terrified the whole night, <laughs> and all of our friends were like, "We're getting a real kick out of it because I just was so scared and like <laughs> like all like tense and like curled up in a little ball, like trying to peek around corners, and like I was so scared." And so I'm glad we had we had a good time, and I'm glad everyone else had a good time laughing at me. But I don't I don't love to be scared. Anyway, that was a long tangent for me to say. My favorite scary movies are not super scary movies. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I told Shannon not long ago that the last official haunted house I went to in college was on a blind date, and I ended up like holding this girl's hand because I was so scared, and then I never <laughs> talked to her again, so I'm sure it sent like mixed <laughs> messages, but I was just terrified. <laughs> I, I just needed some help to get through. That's fair. That's fair. See, and Stephanie had the exact opposite tactic. Like I was terrified, and I'm sure everyone could see that I was terrified, but Stephanie was just like super confident and happy walking through this thing, and like like I remember at one point, like a guy jumped out and was like, and she was like, wow, that was really good. You really screamed from the diaphragm. Keep it up, man. And he was like, thanks. And like went back to hiding. 
<laughs> Wait, she did that no, that's all hilarious, night. Hilarious though, because yeah, I was gonna say almost the exact same thing that yeah, when we were talking about doing scary movies, I don't like scary movies and I don't like being scared. <laughs> and last Halloween, Alex, uh, Sean, Amber, and myself, we all did this sort of like haunted walk. And I got so scared and like there was this part that you had to like go in and like the walls were so narrow that I just like panicked and I couldn't go in. So I'm standing outside this scary place just crying and this guy is this scary (laughs) zombie like comes up to me and he's like, hey, you don't have to go in. You can go around if you want. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. And uh, this year I had to face my fear and we went back through and it wasn't nearly as scary. But I did the exact same thing as Stephanie, that there was this really scary guy on stilts like lumbering after us. And so I just like stared straight down. I was like, hey, you look great. Love your costume. And he like kind of stopped and looked at me and like kind of waved at me and then went back. <laughs> and so that's kind of what I did the whole way through. It's like, oh, yep, you look great. Oh, good job. You're doing awesome. Like the whole way through. And that's the only way I could get through it. <laughs> you just have to be brave because apparent- clearly my way did not work because everyone could tell I was terrified. And so I think they went <laughs> right for me. Like, oh, that guy's scared. We're going to get him, you know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. So I do love a good like suspense movie. I really am not into like like the slasher movies. I have not seen Saw and I have no interest in seeing the Saw movies. No. no offense if that's your thing, but it's just like I'm not that's not my thing. But I was I still I was thinking of it and making a list and I, I came up with a fair amount of uh what to me anyway are very scary movies. Yeah. So Tom, if we if we're not getting into the scary movies, you let us know, okay? That's make, right. Yeah. Make sure to <laughs> We'll we'll make sure to mention them if uh, if you're more of a scary movie person. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guys, I failed and we didn't come up with a order to start with. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. I'll go first. How about okay. that? I'll just go first. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, again, like I was saying, I I kind of am more into like the suspense kind of movies. Um, but I I still feel like I was able to find a fair amount of scary movies. Um. Uh, the first one that we talked briefly about last week is The Sixth Sense. I I really liked that movie. It was I remember it just being everywhere when it came out and everyone talking about it and it was just like this like phenomenon. Um it came out in 1999 and of course for anybody who doesn't know about it uh because I guess you know back in since it came out in 99 it is like 20 years old so I don't know maybe our younger Ooh, listeners haven't seen that's it. That's weird. Um yeah I, I know <laughs> weird right? Like, <laughs> feels feels weird to admit that. So it is uh, the story of a guy named Malcolm Crow, who is a child psychologist, and he is working with a little boy named Cole Sear. Um, and he uh, has kind of he's he's very you know withdrawn. This this little young boy um, has kind of these episodes, I guess you'd call them, whatever. And anyway, partway through the film, he finally admits this secret to Malcolm and admits that he says that I see dead people, right? I see dead people. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Haley Joel Osment uh, playing playing Cole, and actually was up for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, which is I mean he just was how old was he when he was in this movie? He was re- he was young. I mean he plays a nine year old, but he just is an incredible performance in this movie. Anyway, and so like Malcolm doesn't know what to do with this information. He's like, you know, he's a psychologist, and like there's like you know, all the like standard things that people go through in their lives. But he's like, you see dead people like ghosts, like whatever. And he's like, and Cole's like, yeah, they don't know they're dead. And anyway, that movie is just so full of 
moments that were really terrifying to me. Shannon, last week you mentioned the scene um, where Cole is locked in a closet where something is, and you don't actually see the encounter, but you hear him just screaming and like some sort of altercation happening in this closet. And I know his mom is outside going nuts and trying to get the door open and it's terrifying. But uh, yeah, I remember being very scared after watching that movie and like laying in bed at night and like, you know, when you're, t- when you're so tired, but you're also afraid and you're like, I need to sleep, but I don't dare close my eyes. You know, <laughs> I remember being yeah. terrified after seeing that movie. Like I could not sleep, but it was so good. What a good movie. And even though I'm, 99% sure everyone listening knows the twist at the end. I'm not going to say it just in case, but it is, it is an excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you've seen it, go see it again. <laughs> it's really good. Well, and yeah. even though that it, it can be, you know, kind of quote unquote scary at, at different points, it also has a lot of depth to it. It's one of those that as soon as you get done, you say, Oh, I, I kind of want to go watch it again. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Which just to see different aspects of it. And I think that's one of the things that I put some criteria in here on is I have seen some movies that were really scary and some of which I actually thought were really good, but then I haven't really had a desire to go watch them again. But that some of them like Sixth Sense, I've, I've, I've watched several times. I think it's a, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, like, uh, I think sometimes the, like the slasher blood and gore type of movies, uh, can be a little formulaic, you know, maybe a little uh, boring as far or a little lazy as far as story writing goes, because it's that's not what the movie is about. It's all about like the scare factor and people getting chopped up and whatever. But The Sixth Sense is such a well-made film. And it really is like, again, I'm really I'm not going to spoil it. I almost keep saying the the twist, but like that was exactly the same way after I watched it. I was like, whoa, I got to go back and see this again. And, I, and the second time watching it, noticing all these things of like, I did not get this twist at all watching it the first time and watching the second time knowing it. I'm like, Oh wow. It's like, it's obvious, but I never saw it. And I also remember yeah. some people being like, Oh, I kind of guessed halfway through. I didn't guess at all no, until they made the re- big reveal. All. I had no clue. And it totally blindsided me. When I was reading up an article about it actually, and I was going to say that, yeah, what's actually kind of interesting is, uh, Haley Jawsman's delivery of that line, I see dead people, was a big part of what got him the role. Like, huh. M. Night Shyamalan was kind of on the fence about casting him, and then he delivered that line in an audition, and he was like, nope, that's it. That's <laughs> like, we can't do this movie without this kid. <laughs> and I guess in a recent interview, uh, Osman was saying that that scene was extended and it got cut for the actual release of the film. But I guess, and I didn't remember that until reading through the article that he delivers that line in a hospital and the camera was going to kind of pan out and the hospital was going to be chock full of dead people with like, you know, gruesome accidents of showing how they died. And they cut that because I guess it was a bit much. Wow. Man. No, wow. I mean, because there are bits of that in the movie, like the one point where like, oh, mm-hmm. did you know there was a, a fire in this corner of the school once upon a time? And he's like, yeah, I do. I knew that. And like, because he was talking to a lady who was like, and it shows just briefly, like she's like burned all over one half of her body. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would have been a, a little much. I already was too much <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's just, there was some season there that I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but plenty of jump scares. Those always get me. And uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, very, very well-made film. Um, the next one I want to talk about is not as well made and as uh, you know, art 
I guess, is not as much of an art film, uh, 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 but it's terrifying to me, and it's Arachnophobia, which came out in mm. 1990. And we talked last time about how my biggest fear is spiders, and it's just... Ooh. So, actually, getting ready for this episode, uh, I pulled up, not to watch the entire movies, but just to watch like some of the trailers and clips on YouTube and stuff. Mm. I couldn't even get all the way through the trailer for <laughs> Arachnophobia, you guys. <laughs> it was too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and instantly, as soon as I started seeing these spiders, I'm like looking over my shoulder. I'm like, oh, is there... You know, oh, I'm terrified of spiders. So, Arachnophobia came out in 1990, starring Jeff Daniels and John Goodman. And the story is that there is... Um, in Venezuela, this new species of spider, it's very aggressive and very deadly. And it uh, bites a nature photographer who's in Venezuela, and the guy dies because these uh, spiders are super, super venomous and like super deadly. Uh, the man's body is put into a casket to bring back to the United States, and the spider stows away. And uh, fast forward to small town in California, the spider gets out of the coffin and is on the loose, and Apparently, it mates with, like, some, like, regular spider in town. And uh, so then there's all these, like, little itty-bitty tiny spiders that are also just as deadly that are suddenly killing everybody in the town. And it's just horrifying, you guys. <laughs> can't, <laughs> ooh, I can't handle it. I also, like, I can't imagine working on a film like this because the main spider is some sort of, like, tarantula that is in the, in the movie. You know, big hand-sized spider. And then there's all these little spiders that I, I don't know what kind they are, and I don't really care because there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the whole the whole movie goes down that they like the main big spider like can reproduce, but all the little baby spiders can't. And so they have to like track down like the big spider and kill it so they can get rid of all the spiders. That's the gist of the film. But you know, it's it's kind of silly. There's like, even when you watch the trailer, like there's lots of like silly gags, like John Goodman's character is almost like a John Candy kind of character. Like he's this kind of big bumbling, whatever, lots of stuff played off for laughs. But like, I just, Oh, I can't handle it guys. The spiders, I can't handle it. And they're everywhere. Oh, Ugh. it's, it's funny. It's on my list of, uh, I'm trying to watch scary movies, uh, all through the month of October. And, I saw arachnophobia once upon a time when I was younger, and maybe that contributed to me having a fear of spiders, but I already had it, <laughs> but it probably made it worse. Anyway, there's part of me that's like I've, every, every night when I'm pulling up something scary to watch, I kind of I see arachnophobia on my list, and then I just kind of scroll past it. One of these days, I'm going to be brave enough to try and watch it again. You have to watch it with all the lights on. I know. Sure. I have to watch it in the middle of the day, basically. But yes. oh, I can't handle it. After taking out the dogs outside in case you need to stay inside for yep. a while. Yep, yep exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Sean was just saying with taking the dogs out, weren't you saying that you know you got to kind of watch where you park on your street because some of the trees have spiders that kind of dangle from them yeah. at night? Yeah. Big, big spiders. I don't know what kind they are. They actually make these really big, beautiful, like circular webs. But like in the summer when it's hot, they get really big and we can see their webs like up in the trees. But once in a while, they'll like make a web that goes between the tree and the ground and you got to watch out. Mm. Like whenever we go from our car <laughs> to our apartment, I always have my flashlight out because there have been times where we would have almost walked into one. And we see it with our flashlight and have to go around. In fact, there was one time one of them built a giant circular web right over the the entrance to the stairway to go up to our apartment. And we were like, no. this no. is a brazen spider. Trying to catch you. I know. Exactly. We we're like, this guy <laughs> is brave. Anyway, so yeah, I can't. I can't with the spiders. And then the last one I wanted to talk about, there are uh, some more like 
you know, really scary ones. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to talk about is Silence of the Lambs. That movie really gets in my head and is terrifying. Um, and I actually was able to work on recently, there was a, a, a TV show, I think on CBS, I can't remember, anyway, called Clarice. And it's all about Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. They made like a, a, a spinoff series of it. But for anybody who hasn't seen Silence of the Lambs, it came out in 1991. Um, it stars Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling, who is a young FBI trainee who is hunting for a serial killer named Buffalo Bill, who, content warning, um, who skins his female victims. Yeah. He's a bad dude, and it's gross. And to try and catch him, she's trying to like understand like his psyche and like what in the heck he could be thinking. So, so she is interviewing Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins, um, who is a psychiatrist and cannibalistic serial killer. Uh. So this movie gets to some like really like creepy dark places. I've watched it once. That was plenty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel the need to watch it again. Um, it was really, really well made. It's a very good movie. It's just not the kind of, you know, I don't. Ha- it doesn't have that repeat watch, you know, <laughs> appeal yeah. for me anyway. Um, and it was interesting as I read about this movie, how some of these characters actually were based on habits and behaviors of some real life serial killers. Um, really? you know, they drew inspiration from people like uh, Ted that Bundy. That almost makes it worse. I don't I, it, <laughs> yeah. No, it does. It really does for me. I was like, oh, like if they're basing these like really creepy, horrible, terrible people on like real life people that's horrifying uh anyway it is it really is a good movie um and it really is terrifying partly from the perspective of like there are jump scares there are like really creepy scenes and stuff but it is like psychological too like like you were saying it really gets in your head of like oh what are people capable of oh this is horrible but you know of, of the actual like real scary scary movies i've seen that's probably that's probably at the top of my list, I think. I've never so. seen it. <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm not, I don't I'm have not a sure. desire to. Yeah, I'm not sure if you sold it in a way that I'm interested in. Yeah, if, if, you're feeling, if you're feeling brave, watch it with the lights on. immediately watch SpongeBob after to make yeah, it feel better. Yeah, you got to <laughs> cleanse it from your mind. Um, you know, it was, in my opinion, it was worth watching once. I'm glad I, I'm glad I watched it because it was like a good movie, but it's, it's I'm, I'm not. I'm not going back for seconds. Um, <laughs> but those are the three I wanted to talk about. I do have a bunch of honorable mentions. Alien was real scary. Oh yeah, I was real scared in Alien. Um, Every time I have a really bad stomachache, I'm thinking of Alien. I'm like, man, <laughs> Alien's gonna no. come popping out of my no, stomach, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, Alien was terrifying. Um, Pet Cemetery. Uh, I they made a new version. I haven't seen it. I saw the the uh, the one that came out in '89. That was terrifying enough. Misery. Which I actually want to, I really want to read the book, Misery, because the movie uh, was terrifying. That came out in 92. I'm just realizing, or in 1990 as well. I'm realizing so many of my movies were from this same uh, era. Arachnophobia was 90. Anyway, so we're within about a decade of all these ones. Uh, But then the last one I I want to just honorable mention is not necessarily scary, but definitely my favorite as like a suspenseful movie is Rear Window from from, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, it's it's my it's my favorite Hitchcock movie. It's my favorite James Stewart movie, uh, or Jimmy Stewart. Anyway, he goes. I'm looking at the poster and it says James Stewart, but you know, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Um, it's definitely my favorite movie from those guys. Uh, came out in 1954, and you know there are definitely like scary scenes, but I just feel like first off, it's an incredibly well made movie. 
but as far as like suspense and like get you on the edge of your seat, like that's that's the top for me. So anyway, those are the ones I wanted to talk about. Well, I'll, I'll go next because maybe I'll pick up a little bit more detail on Rear Window, which is is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. So Rear Window, um, yeah, it it goes into the category of definitely being a classic. Aaron mentioned from Alfred Hitchcock, made in 1954, and to give you a little bit of background on it. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Stewart or James Stewart. I don't. I don't really know what he goes by. You, I hear of Jimmy Stewart, but then yes, on the poster it's James. Like I don't know. What do you want to be called, man? <laughs> I always. I think. I think naturally I would say Jimmy Stewart, but I just happened to be reading and it said James yeah. Stewart on Wikipedia. So thanks, Wikipedia. Anyway, <laughs> but he's a, he's this photographer and he gets injured, has a broken leg, and almost the entire movie probably like 95 plus percent of it is actually all filmed within his apartment where he's confined and he's sitting in this apartment and he's bored and he just starts observing the neighbors he's in he's in this apartment located in Manhattan and he he comes up with like nicknames for people too and he's got like Oh man, I'm gonna. I can't remember what it was. What is it? Torso woman or something who does her dancing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you got like lonely heart girl, and you've got these different people. And he has a nurse that comes in and talks to him, and he has a girlfriend who comes in. And over time, you know, he's got these big lenses and stuff. He's like, I think there's something going on, right? And so it's just, it's just, it's funny, and and it's amazing that you can make such an interesting film. Or again, ninety five percent of it is shot in one location, this guy's apartment. I think it's a masterfully made film. Like it really is. It's so well made. Yeah. And when I say ninety five percent, it's probably like ninety nine percent. Just imagine a film, a film entirely in this guy's apartment. See, yeah. you know, you said that, and I was like, I'm trying to think of the scenes that were not in his apartment. And yeah, they're very, very few. Yeah, like I'm thinking again, without giving away any spoilers or anything, I can think of like two or three shots total. Yes. That are not from yeah. that are not in his apartment, from his apartment, basically from one room. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just very well made. It leaves you guessing what's going on, who's who. You get introduced to all of these characters. And um, yeah, I just think it's a fun one. That's one that has a lot of rewatchability for me. I really enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was gonna preface before I go further on my other movies as a kid, there were a couple movies that made me really, really scared. Uh, like at different points where I'd be like in the dark. So like in our basement where we grew up, uh, I don't know the, the story goes that like a previous owner had done a bunch of electrical himself or something. And so there's like parts of, of the basement where the electrical is kind of on the fritz. And so there's like a hallway that has no lights. So at night you just kind of walk through or you turn on a light yeah. at one end. We always left the bathroom light on at the end of the hall right. so we could see because otherwise you were just like walking into darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and so there were two films in particular that really made that darkness really scary for a little while. The first of which you're all going to laugh because it's not a very scary movie is Jurassic Park. So good. I was terrified in Jurassic Park. Like it's a good action movie, but I was scared, man. Those raptors being so <laughs> smart and those claws like, yeah, yeah, they really, Oh, for sure. You know, and then you're sitting on the toilet and you're looking up, you know, saying, is this, is there dinosaurs going to bite the roof off this thing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't understand that, go watch it. You'll, you'll understand very well uh, what I'm talking about. 
And the other is Ernest Scared Stupid. Which, <laughs> okay, I'll laugh at that one. <laughs> I don't. It's it's a comedy anyway, right? If anybody's not familiar with with Ernest, he just is this like really goofy character in a handful of movies. And um, in this one, there's this town where somehow a troll gets like brought into town, and it's up to the kids to like fight back against this troll. But for whatever reason, that troll was really scary. Like, I don't even remember what about that troll. And that's one that I think as an adult I can handle. So I'm going to have to go find where I can watch Ernest Scared Stupid. There you go. And uh, conquer my fear once and for all. I've got my (laughs) copy on DVD. Yeah, I was a huge Ernest fan when I was a kid. And yeah, (laughs) I've got it if you want it. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, next time I see you, I'll have to to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd> be amazing. <Yeah. laughs> Otherwise, I'm not actually so sure where I could find it. Who knows? Maybe it's on YouTube or something. But yeah, we'll we'll have to search. <laughs> um, the other two movies I want to talk about. There's one movie that, for me at least, is is like an actual scary movie, but actually has rewatchability. And this is one that I actually watched with Shannon last year, and I didn't think it was as gruesome. And then we rewatched it. It does. It is kind of gruesome. <laughs> so I'll give you that warning. But it's 10 Cloverfield Lane. Have you seen that one, Aaron? No, I haven't. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna get on my pedestal first and say, based on the logo, I, it looks like it should be 101 Cloverfield Lane. They got this line <laughs> going down, and it's a letter in Cloverfield. So it's a letter in Lane. It's not the one in 101. It's just 10. So anyway, <laughs> I thought for sure it was. I was talking to somebody at work about it. This was only like two years ago. And I was like, yeah, 101. And he's like, uh, you mean 10 Cloverfield Lane? I was like, uh. <laughs> anyway, so fix that logo. You Anyway. Come on, but, graphic um, designers. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> but um, but the story there. So it came in 2016. And it's actually interesting. It, it continues in the Cloverfield series of movies. But it's actually based on a script that had nothing to do with Cloverfield and was later adapted to have some kind of tie-in. So it's not like you need to have seen the first Cloverfield movie. You can go watch it blind. But basically, the way the movie starts out is there's this young woman who, you know, is going through some things or whatever. Like she leaves a uh, what may be an engagement ring or something like that there and gets in her car and drives off. And she sees these different people and she gets into an accident and she wakes up and she's in this concrete room and somebody has bandaged her up, but she's also chained to the wall. And as time goes on, it's it's kind of this question of, did they do this for her own good? Or did they actually like kidnap her? Or is there something else going on? And it ends up being pretty scary film in different ways. And there is some gore, like I said, and I, I don't know. But for me, I mean, it's it's a it's like blurs the line of suspense and scary just enough that I I actually think it's it's one that I enjoy watching. I have to be in the mood for yeah. it though because it does kind of scare me. Yeah, that sound it does sound pretty terrifying. <laughs> it's it's scary, but the thing that I think I like about it is that it's not it's not based on just one thing. So the way I described it, that's a that's a core idea, but you're changing your opinion, you're flip-flopping and you're not sure who's good or who's bad at different points and and then every time there's a twist as the story goes it's included with something scary. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I did like that one. And then the last one that I want to talk about, which I know is not a lot of people's favorite 
But when it comes to, I, I kind of talked about the classics category and talked about Rear Window. I talked about what I think is actually scary is the pure suspense. And and that is one of them that I put in that list is The Village. Oh, oh yeah. I love that movie. I really love oh, that good. movie, I'm too. glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, I, that's been kind of a polarizing one. And I think... Some of those, some of his movies, uh, feels like everybody loved The Sixth Sense, and then after right. that, there's been like a lot of. Some people love them, and some people are like, "Oh, I can't believe this dumb movie." I really liked The Village. Yeah, like I should say, I really, st- I still like it. Yeah, the thing that I liked so much that is the scary part of The Village is that one of the main characters in the film is blind, and a movie is inherently very much something you watch and something you hear. And it's that combination. You don't really have long periods where it just goes black or where there's no sound at all because you start thinking there's something wrong. Like it's both of those together. And so what I love is that you experience the audio and visuals in some portions of the movie as if you were blind. And what I mean by that is the way that things are framed is they'll have this character as she reaches towards something that's potentially scary, her hand is right at the edge of the frame. So you cannot see you're learning exactly what it is as she learns what it is. And I just felt like in addition to just having some content where uh, I probably should give the background here in a second, but in addition to the content, it's just the way in which it's done that introduces you to something scary and in an unknown way, which I, I think, just came across really well. So what I probably should have led with is the village is about a little village. It's, it lives very much in isolation. And there are these beasts in the woods that they don't really speak of. And the beasts don't bother them as long as they don't bother the beasts. And so it's just this little village and it kind of unfolds of how things are in this village. And some things maybe aren't as they seem. And what actually is going on and why do the beast not not like them and like i i don't know just stuff like that that is kind of this scary environment but then gets into some kind of thought-provoking pieces as well where again you may want to watch this one multiple times because it's just it's it could be thought-provoking in addition to suspenseful yeah yeah i i really liked that movie and i felt like there was so much of this like mystery and suspense that went into it in addition to like some clearly very scary scenes and like jump scares and stuff but but like it maybe helped that because the his two movies before this like you knew there was going to be a twist so like you went into the movie like looking for the twist you know right but like even 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 if you was your first of his movies that you would watch like I loved the mystery of something like something is not right here. What is it? What's right. really happening? It was so good. Yeah. And then I know that I said that that's it for my main movies. I'd like to call out one that um, some of our viewers may or may not have seen, but it's called killer in the orchard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was hoping one of us had mentioned it. <laughs> uh, killer in the orchard. It's, it's great. It's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a short film, about half an hour long, made by our older brother Nolan when he was in high school. Um, but it's very much a, a scary movie. A local group of church boys volunteer to pick fruit for humanitarian efforts in an orchard. Except they realize not everyone who goes in comes back out. If you're going to thin the peaches, the peaches will thin you. That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. Oh, that movie. So it's, what a it's good great. movie. What a, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if if this podcast gains popularity, we're going to have to figure out a way to to let people watch it somehow. Yeah. Right, Put it yeah. on YouTube. See how many views it actually gets. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it for me. Try to try to top that, Shannon. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I you I had a good lead in from the village there. Um, so yeah, like we kind of have already mentioned, I don't like scary movies. I don't really like being scared, which is kind of funny. Halloween is definitely my favorite holiday. And I like, you know, the kind of spooky-ish things and yeah, the suspenseful kind of movies. In high school, and I don't know, I guess the statute of limitations has ended. So, mom, you can't ground me for this. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> in high school, two of my best friends uh, loved scary movies, and I did not. And so we kind of compromised by watching sort of scary movies in scary places. So, Ooh. like, we watched Sixth Sense on the lawn of the mental hospital. <laughs> um, we watched Signs, like, in a cornfield. Oh, that's wow. that's great. We watched The Village. This one was the best one. That would definitely have got me grounded. Um, we watched The Village up Provo Canyon in an abandoned cabin. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> when none of us had oh phone goodness. service. So we could have definitely died and nobody would have known <laughs> because none wow. of our phones worked. That's awesome. That's terrifying. I thought you were going to say, like, in the woods. But no, it's oh, better. No, it was yeah. much worse. Oh, it was so much worse. And yeah, we started the movie also at like 11 o'clock at night. So like we got home at like 1 a.m. or oh, something. Geez. Wow. So <laughs> you are brave so, after all. I didn't know you were so brave. That's super brave. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it was a pretty decent walk back to the car too. And so like me and my friend and our mutual friend who knew that this cabin was there and that kind of should have been a red flag of... <laughs> Her whole thing. But um, we, yeah, like, walked, like, linked arms going back to our car with, yeah, somebody had their laptop under their arm because that's what we watched it on and whatever. And it feels like it'd be terrifying during watching it because with a bright screen, you wouldn't be able to see anything around. If you heard a branch crunch or something, you're like, oh, yeah. And, you know, you should have watched with an eye patch. Isn't that what they say the pirates did or whatever, you know? Yes. So, oh, yeah. You can switch it over real quick and see what's going on around yeah, you, you know? Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Well, that actually brings up a good point. It would be really fun to watch some other movies in scary situations like go out on a little boat on the ocean and watch Jaws. Oh, that would right? be good. We, we didn't have the means. We talked about doing something like that. But, yeah, we had no access to bodies of water really to be able to watch that safely not that we did the other thing safely but you know i guess we had at least one brain cell <laughs> that's so great um but yeah no so i was trying to think through my favorite scary movies and for the most part you know yeah i had kind of fun scary memories to go with them um but the other movies that i really have always really enjoyed and we kind of talked about it last week are those classic universal monster movies and a big part of that for me is I have memories as a little kid of, you know, we'd go out trick-or-treating and I'd come home and, yeah, there'd be some special on TV of going through the movies. And so we'd sit on the floor and trade our candy and put them in order of best to least favorite. And then we'd, yeah, watch these black and white movies. So here I realized from my list are a whole bunch of very old movies. So I was going to go from oldest to newest. From 1941 is The Wolfman. Oh, yeah, that's good. Which, yeah, is a really good movie that you watch these movies and, you know, there's some outdated terms and things. 
But basically, for the Wolfman, uh, there's a traveling band of gypsies that comes to town. And, you know, everybody's kind of like morbidly interested in what they're doing. But, you know, they, they realize that, you know, they're not to be trusted and things. And so they go in and they hear about this story of the Wolfman and this curse. And, you know, they're kind of laughing it off until something happens. And I don't know. I thought that was a really fun one of all of the nice black and white classic movies. The next one from 1954, Creature from the Black Lagoon, which yeah, is about a group of scientists that go down, I think it's the Amazon River, and they discover this creature. And that one I also thought was a really fun one. Uh, what I thought was interesting, actually, is that, yeah, that movie came out in 1954, the same year that Rear Window came out. Mm. And that was also on my list of the Hitchcock movies. And I don't know, for some reason, Rear Window felt a lot newer to me than Creature of the Black Lagoon, but they came out the same year. Yeah, that's interesting. I would not have guessed that they came out the same year. Just something with the way they look and the way that they were shot. Creature of the yeah. Black, Black Lagoon feels older, I guess I should yeah. say. And then, yeah, going into some of my other favorites, next up in 1960 is another Alfred Hitchcock movie, Psycho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm glad somebody brought up Psycho. <laughs> yeah, definitely a classic. And that was another one I was surprised that Rear Window was older than Psycho. Because Psycho is in black and white for the whole movie, right? Where Rear Window is color. Was it? It wasn't colorized, right? I don't think so. Well, and I know in the 50s, it was kind of a transitional uh, period where there were still some films that were black and white and still some that were in, and then new ones that were in color. Um, it wasn't like overnight, suddenly everything was color. Yeah. Um, it, well, there was a transitional period. Okay. Um, also, I know the Psycho, like, they were also able to like get away with a couple of things because it was in black and white versus it being in color. Mm. Chocolate syrup. <laughs> if you know, you know, right? Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. See so yeah, how that one was 1960. Oh, so my next, my most favorite, my very favorite scary movie is Wait Until Dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Which, Sean, you had brought up with the village that we've got, you know, one of our main characters is blind. Same thing with Wait Until Dark. If you have not seen that movie, please go see that movie. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, our leading lady um, is blind. And she's kind of trying to navigate this whole world of being blind. And we kind of follow these criminals who are trying to look for these drugs that they've tried to smuggle and it's just so scary from this perspective of this blind lady that, you know, you're seeing things that she's not. And so, yeah, she might walk into a room or walk past something and you're sitting there screaming at her, don't go that way, don't go that way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh, it's such, such, such a good movie. And then the last two I was going to mention after that, 1975, is Jaws, which, oh. It's so good and has, yeah, so many good jump scares in it. And it's kind of funny to this day now because I, part of it from that movie, I love sharks now. Oh, you do? <laughs> they, have, they have become one of my favorite animals. And I, that sounds counterproductive because, you know, Jaws is about this killer shark, which is not typical of sharks. They don't typically attack people. And, you know, from after watching Jaws, you know, I did some research on him. I was like, oh, sharks are really cool. 
<laughs> well, and what is it the one character in Jaws even talks about when he's trying to explain to the mayor and he's like, look, sharks are a miracle of evolution. All they do is eat and swim and make baby sharks and that's it or something like they're like these perfect killing machines. Yeah. And I feel like every like every shark week, Discovery Channel's like, no, no, that's not true. They're not just killers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> try, to, try to undo what Jaws said. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and that was one that, yeah, like I said, always hated you know the scary movies and then at some point i think it was probably in high school was probably why um mom wanted me to watch you know branch out and try some of her old favorite movies like jaws or six Sense or things like that and jaws was like one of the first ones that i really really liked so definitely on the list and then my last one my newest one honorable mention here from 2016 Season one of Stranger Things. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. That came on my list, then off yeah. my list, then on my list. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was one of the first, I feel like, and see, people are going to make fun of me for that, but I feel like that was one of the first, like, actually really scary movies, or in this case, TV series, that I was really able to handle and kind of got me braver and willing to try more and more pretty scary things. And I specify season one. The rest of the seasons are all very good. We're waiting on season four right now. I'm very excited. But what I really loved about season one, and I'm going to try my best to do this without spoilers, is you don't really see the monster until, is it the last episode? It's close to the end if it's not the very end. But yeah, you go like all this time and you don't see it. And I feel like that made it so much worse because, you know, you kind of can hear it off screen or you see different things. Like the one that really stuck to me is that like, you know, you see it kind of trying to get through the wall in one scene. Yeah. yeah. And like you see like the hands like pushing through and like (laughs) that was one we should have watched with the lights on. We did not. We watched it at night and like me and Alex would just like scoot closer to each other on the couch and be like, oh my gosh, we got to go to bed now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I feel like it was so good and so suspenseful and it was, you know, it was new and it was interesting and it was such a fun callback to all of the other, you know, 80s classics that we grew up watching, like, you know, E.T., Kids on Bikes and yeah, things like yeah. that. Yeah. So yes, definitely loved, love Stranger Things. Very excited for more. And that that does it for me. I love it, man. These are good. These are good lists of shows, and uh, some were on my list as well. Some I feel like I need to add now to my list of ones I'm trying to watch this month. Uh, some I might be brave enough for, some I might not. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially next time I have like a day off of work, or maybe on a Saturday. Maybe I'll try to be brave and just watch them at like noon, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and save the save the not scary ones for night, right? Because there's lots of fun Halloween movies that are not scary. Um, but yeah, these scary ones. Ooh. Well, on that note, I think that's a good spot to wrap up. We want to hear what you think. Your favorites, whether they're super scary or pseudo scary, you know, like we all we all have our levels of scared that we can handle mine is fairly low but we want to hear what you guys think uh send us an email at the favorite show at gmail.com i'm i was so exciting you guys to check the email and i was like hey this is an actual email (laughs) you know once in a while we'll get an email to that account and it's like news from uh anchor where we you know our our podcast hosting page or whatever and i'm always like oh it's just news, you know whatever (laughs) so i was so thrilled to get emails from real people so send us an email at the favorite show at gmail.com uh look us up on instagram at the favorite show podcast let us know your favorite scary movies uh maybe we'll be brave enough to check some of them out for ourselves and we'll see 
We also would love to hear if you have uh, suggestions of future topics or guests or whatever, thoughts of things you want to hear us talk about or ways we can improve the show. Uh, let us know, you know, whatever you have on your mind. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you like what you hear, tell your friends about it. Like I said at the beginning, we don't advertise the show. It's all just word of mouth. And honestly, we kind of started this just for ourselves, like to have fun, hang out together. And But yeah, if, we, if you're enjoying it, we're so glad that you are. And, you know, share it with your friends. Hopefully we can uh, share this with other people and other people can enjoy it too. And of course, we would love that five-star rating if you like what you hear. And if you're uh, too scared to give us a five-star rating, then, you know, I can understand that, but be brave, be brave and give us five stars. <laughs> I see what you did there. huh? huh? <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah, I guess with that, we'll wrap it up uh, until next week. My name's Aaron. This is Sean. And I'm Shannon. Talk to you later. Cue the music. Bye.